Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. I have to burp. Maybe I don't. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we'll watch something I like. But I can't believe you made me watch. Hello and welcome to You Made Me Watch. I am Mike, as always, with my lovely wife, Allison. How you doing, baby? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for this episode. We're going to try something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So much of our movie watching is spent (laughs) watching movies (laughs) for the podcast, and we very rarely get to watch something just for the hell of it. But sometimes make a mistake. Yeah. Over the past couple of weeks, we (laughs) each decided to, we each picked a movie to watch and, um, Yikes. Neither are good. No. And we kind of felt like it would be a waste of our time. <laughs> if we in, didn't um, podcast yeah, about it, it. Exactly. I can't have watched both of these, either of these movies. Either of them. For no reason at all. For pleasure? No. I was not pleased with either of them. The way that you said pleasure, you kind of scrunched up like you, like someone told you you had a, a spider on your back. Yeah, like you enjoy this? We were supposed to be enjoying movies. Uh, yeah. The movie I picked is on Netflix. It mm-hmm. is a Spanish movie called Two, originally uh, the Spanish title. You'll never guess what it is. It's Dos. And the reason I picked it is because it showed up on one of those lists of thrillers you should watch on Netflix that you've never heard of or something like that. It just popped up on one of those lists and the premise sounded interesting to me that it was going to be a mystery. It's about two people that wake up in bed sewn together and you're trying to figure out why. So that's why I decided it would be an interesting movie. I was like, oh, this could be neat, creative. And what movie did you pick? So I picked the movie Malignant, which is streaming, I think, also on Netflix. Nope, it's on HBO. HBO, sorry. And I picked it because I was looking for scary movies that were streaming for free. And like I was just looking through some lists of... Like, what are the best horror movies that are streaming right now? And it was on one of the lists, but it had, it was one of the lower rated ones from like Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, well, it's James Wan. How bad could it be? It's basically about a woman after she gets her head knocked into the wall by her abusive husband. She starts having these vivid 
dreams or like paralyzing visions where she's seeing people be murdered but it turns out that they're actually like they're not just in her head they are actually happening so chaos ensues so this is how we're going to do this episode each of us is going to defend our movie as being better than the other person's movie again we don't want anyone to mistake us thinking that we think these are good these are not good movies. they're not good Rotten Tomatoes was generous. <laughs> Very generous. Also, this is our lives. We went from watching Sunset Boulevard to Dose to Malignant. We messed up, you guys. We you get didn't... to pick next episode, and I hope you pick something good. So It won't be, but... After okay. <laughs> we defend our picks, then we will take turns explaining why each other's movies were a bigger pile of shit. That's nice. That is, like explaining to the other person when really we're just going to be talking shit. Right, exactly. Talking shit to each other about how much the other person's movie sucked. Yep. And then at the end of this, we will post online a poll based on our arguments. If you had to see one of these movies. Yeah, if you had, if you absolutely had to choose, which would you rather sit through? Right. And I mean sit through, I don't mean enjoy. Yeah. Because you won't. You have to watch one of these movies or perform oral on one of your parents. Ew, what the <laughs> fuck? I hate, why can't we just say, like, if you had to pick, like, they already know they're bad. Why do you have to make it so gross? <laughs> would you like to defend your pick first or would you like me to defend my pick first? Go ahead and you defend your pick first. Should we do a time limit for this? How much time? Like three minutes? Three minutes. Okay. Ready? Ready? go if for no other reason dose is a better movie because it is a much shorter movie dose is only an hour and a half long it's kind of creative in the way that it's filmed it's all set in one room i like movies that could easily be plays as well too i think the acting is kind of neat in the way that the couple has to navigate the room while sewn together it has pretty neat practical special effects showing how they're stitched together the mystery is appealing there's nudity nudity is always great in a movie and after watching all the euphoria that i've watched Mm -hmm. there's no penis in this movie I've seen my fair share of penises to last a lifetime. And there's, yeah, it's also kind of a sexy movie because for some reason, this couple, even though they're in despair, every time, uh, periodically, they just start making out with each other really hard. And uh, and uh, the big reveal at the end is fucking batshit crazy. It turns out that their mother died in childbirth and their dad was a lunatic and got sent away to an asylum and escaped and saw that they both turned out to be shitty people. And because they're brother and sister, they're conjoined twins. And uh, so he decides to sew them back together again because they were better together than they were apart. How would he know he was in a mental institution, but he's a crazy guy. Mm -hmm. It all checks out. And he does like cosplay as the woman's husband and it just ends poetically with an image of them both dead as a yin yang. So it's artsy, it's Spanish, it's a female director, which is neat the way that it's shot and it doesn't objectify the female body, even though there's more nudity of hers. And uh, I, I just applaud 
the fact that a female filmmaker could make something so gritty and fucking nasty that, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Plus, it has subtitles, so you can also fool yourself into saying that you're watching something artsy and classy and, you know. Did I mention again, there's nudity. You see so much butt in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the end when you find out everything... Because there's reveal after reveal. Mm-hmm. How much more time do I have? You have 18 seconds. Not only is the dad... The dad is dressing up as his daughter's husband. What the fuck? It is such a what the fuck movie. I can't stop thinking about it. And your time is up. Okay, um, that is my defense of dose. All right. Defend malignant, Allison. Okay. Do your best. So Malignant is, I mean, it's James Wan, which he's the director of Conjuring. Um, I will say some of the magic from Conjuring is a little bit lost in Malignant, but there it does start with a pretty interesting mystery. I mean, it's kind of clear that like she clearly had some kind of, this is also a conjoined twin movie. And um, there's kind of some idea that, whatever you know malice is going on is the direct result of the conjoined twin but they don't really know like where that twin is and it is later revealed that it's actually um a parasitic twin. a parasitic twin that is not fully formed so it just it looks like a giant tumor on the back of her with arms and like half a face and um as a child she's you know put into an asylum and they find that they can't fully remove it because they're conjoined at the brain so they just remove as much as they can and they just shove the rest of it back into her head so these these visions that she's having and these murders that are happening are actually her but she's walking fucking backwards it's out of control how insane it is like like there's a crack in her head and her hair parts in the back and then she's just walking backwards so it is like creepy in that sense where you're like what the fuck is going on why is it walking like that but it is her that's trying to kill all of the doctors that tried to kill it gabriel is the name of the tumor (laughs) The tumor parasite twin. Um, And it also wants to kill. She's adopted. She's later adopted. So she wants to kill her. The the twin wants to kill the sister. um, That she has from her adopted family. So. It's. It's pretty silly. Like how a lot of it unfolds. But. The the CG cuz she when she goes from having like uh like she she has these visions while she's dreaming and the way that the rooms kind of melt around her to reveal the scene that she's about to see is actually pretty cool like it's it, there are certainly some shots where it looks like a video game but it's pretty cool like the CG and the special effects are neat so and it's a pretty funny reveal at the end in my opinion. And it's James Wan, so, you know. 
That's cool. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You you just saying that it's cool over and over again doesn't make it cool. Okay, well, you saying, oh, it's a female director, a female, like, you're the woke police. (laughs) Yes. No, that doesn't make it good just because a woman directed it. All right, well. Additionally, the nudity is weird in yours because they're sewn together but they're also like having to haphazardly like move around a room naked mm-hmm. and hot it is not hot it, it looks uncomfortable most of the time because they're like twisted and they look weird and they're like stumbling and at one point they have to like both pee so they're like squatting with each other so that they can take turns peeing into the toilet it's so bizarre also because when we watched it it was dubbed so yes there are subtitles and you can watch it in Spanish if you want to, which we probably should have done. We watched the dub version and I was reminded how much I fucking hate it <laughs> when, <laughs> when foreign language films are dubbed because A, it doesn't match the mouth and B, they always find an actor who sounds like they're just reading. Like the couple of episodes of Squid Games that I caught, there were some characters where I was like, uh, I really feel like they're bringing it to this performance and i really felt that in too additionally i feel like your movie is a nice idea but a poor execution because it it all hinges on this idea of the number two like it's the lowest prime number it's kind of an absolute in mathematics mathematics it's it's neat the idea of you know she because she's kind of explaining like oh my husband is i think my husband is the one who's doing this to us because he you know mathematics professor fucking whatever he is and two is like his his obsession and i also think it's weird that she married a guy who was obsessed with the number two but well you know what they say girls marry their fathers (sighs) and her dad was fucking batshit crazy and she uh married an old dude who's really into the number two that's fair the director at least wasn't at least they only peed i hated how they would go from fighting with each other to making out i'm like what the fuck is even happening with these two people you don't know like that they're related right away so they end up whoever is has abducted them is also watching them so i (laughs) when they start fucking their dad comes in and is like stop that now you knock that off it's like if like the a, cats were like humping a, each other we were like get off of her like i'm gonna take the homes to you yes like it was so fucking stupid and then at the end when they're they realize they're out in the middle of nowhere and they're like in a barn or some shit so the dad is like i'm your dad and you guys are conjoined twins and you were better together and the brother has a gun and he's like i think about to kill himself and the dad's like no and then he shoots himself the dad does Mm -hmm. no i'm gonna kill myself like it just doesn't make any sense i'm like what the fuck is happening you're like no you guys are gonna stay together forever this is great but let me shoot myself in the head first and then you guys can probably just freeze to death let me put you in a super sexy situation (laughs) yeah let me put you in a super sexy situation where not only do i sew the two of you back together but i strip you naked and lay you you in bed and lay you on top of one another like what the fuck no explanation just here you go he also brings them a lasagna at one point 
<laughs> it made no sense. It just went all over the place. It was David Lynch fucking weird. It wasn't David Lynch fucking weird. It was just fucking weird. If I had to interpret this movie, I, I would say, no, I don't want to. <laughs> because it just... <sighs> Well, they were naked because they because we're born naked, and this was like a rebirth for them. Okay, where they're reborn Lovely. again as. Yeah, but like, why did he just leave them in this room to figure it out instead of being like, "Hey guys, I'm your dad. I sewed you two. Like that part could have been introduced earlier. It's not like there weren't other shocking things that happened where it was like it was revealed that they were in the middle of nowhere. It was revealed that the dad had killed the woman's husband, or it could have even been revealed that it was the dad. But like, this person could have been like, "You guys are actually twins," and you. You're gonna. But then you couldn't have had the skeevies of, oh, they had sex with each other. Ah." I really wish that they hadn't. That really, (sighs) incest is not the best. It's fucking gross. And it was still gross even before we knew they were related. I was like, why are they having sex with each other? Why is this happening? Because they had an immediate attraction because they're, you know, conjoined twins. I just, I hated it. It was so bad. It was sort of like the twist in uh, Old Boy. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was like the twist in Old Boy. But Old Boy is a good movie. And this was fucking not. Yeah, right. All right, you go ahead and make fun of my movie. It's completely news to me that conjoined twins have superpowers because Gabriel apparently has all the powers of Spider-Man. Like he can climb <laughs> up into corners of walls. <laughs> He's a parasitic like twin. Get it right. So, and at the very beginning of the movie, he's chasing Maddie, who is the lead of the movie, mm-hmm. and like bursts a door open that causes her to go flying and gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. If if Gabriel is actually her, then logistically that does not make any sense at all. And how is he a phantom too? Like they want you to think, oh, he's like a supernatural being because sometimes he's in a shot and then boom, he just disappears. So he can move it. Like, is he like all of the X-Men combined into one? Like he can just like Quicksilver on out of a room? It's because he's in Maddie's head and Maddie is the, like, all of these murders are essentially happening as a POV for Maddie. Like, and the people who are being attacked aren't seeing her. Like, they're only seeing the Phantom No, I know they're seeing him, but there's, like, the scene where the one dude's looking out the window and then you see Gabriel standing behind him in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and then he turns and Gabriel's just gone. What, who was that for and where did Gabriel go? Yeah. You thought it was neat that she was fighting backwards and everything? If I put a Halloween mask on backwards, (laughs) would that blow your fucking mind? Because there are some shots where it's Gabriel and they have like a woman mask on the back of his head and it looks like... I know. I just think it, it's because of the way that it ha- that she has to move. I, I thought it was interesting. It was so like so much CG where like you could tell that James Wan used a lot of the money that he got for directing Aquaman and just poured it into this half thought out thriller. <laughs> Because there's like all these CG moves where it's like the original Spider-Man movies before they really <laughs> locked Aww. in how to do CG superheroes and shit. Mm-hmm. And is this movie a thriller or what? Because there's like all these 
choreographed fight scenes. I didn't know that parasitic twins that just live in like he's still using her body with broken arms and legs because he cracks her arms so they can bend the other way. So is she like a fucking ninja? Because he sure is. I guess. And what she never like questioned why she has all these scars on her back from where her quato brother was <laughs> removed. Like she would have major scarring. And it is funny when you said like he has half a face. He does have half the face. It's the inside half, which doesn't also doesn't make sense either because another one of his superpowers is he can talk through radios. Yeah. But when his face is out and they show like his face, he's just like, you know, looking like the tar zombie in the uh, basement of Return of the Living Dead where he's like has words, but he doesn't have lips mm-hmm. where he's just like, all right, you. And, but he's like just talking. But otherwise, yeah. There is one good thing about the movie. The person who plays the sister and everything with the sister is super funny. (laughs) Like she's a really good actor Uh and she brings so much to the role. All the other acting seemed like porno acting. (laughs) Like the way Maddie comes home and catches her husband just kind of sitting on the bed watching like fighting while he has, you know, texting or whatever. The way he... He's playing video games. I'm so glad that he got killed right away because uh, his act, like, I kept expecting him to get naked because he acted like a porno dude. Like, what? You're home early. You know, oh, it was so bad. And as good as the sister was, she decides it's a good idea to go to this insane asylum in the middle of the night alone. And because she needed answers then. Also, it was a, it was daytime, like, as she was driving up well, the road. Well, it took a long time to get there. It was a long road. That last quarter mile? Yeah. Well, you know how sometimes that happens where the sun sets and all of a sudden it's dark? Okay, that is true. Um, But she also parks on a cliff. Like this gigantic insane asylum didn't have a parking lot. So she's like, okay, I'm going to park over on this cliff in this very poorly done mat of oh the cg in here was so laughable another good part one of the cops who's after gabriel uh was sort of like the poor man's wanda sykes <laughs> like she was <laughs> sassy and awesome yeah but like her partner keiko or whatever his yeah. fucking name was was just what the fuck ah oh. Are you done? In the ending, okay. where they just like the end, the big showdown. <laughs> like at least my movie had a definitive ending. Your it yours does, ended kinda. with uh, malignant going uh, or Maddie telling malignant like I have all your powers now. I can trap you inside my brain. Like I can trap you inside our brain. Like you were trapping me. And he's like, I'll be back. And she's like, I know, but I'll be ready for you next time. Yeah, you got to leave it open for a sequel, okay? God, I hope they don't get to make one. I, I'm i going to go ahead and say that they probably won't. Plus, your movie was four and a half hours long. It was long. not. It was not. It's 150 minutes long. It's not. That's not four hours. That is way too long. You're way too long. Thank you. <laughs> Penis. Penis. <laughs> not true. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I'm packing a snub nose revolver. Oh, it gets the job done. Um, For the sake of the podcast, could you at least say it's not a snub nose revolver? Oh, it's not a snub nose revolver. Jesus, you sold it like the husband sold all of his lines <laughs> and fucking malignant. It's an hour and 51 minutes, not 151 minutes. That's what I meant. 
Okay. It's so, you know, it's... It's nearly two hours long. It's short of two hours, yeah. But I don't know. I, I just honestly felt like if I had to choose, I would rather watch Malignant again than fucking watch two. I mean, I learned so much about medical stuff. Like, I didn't know tumors <laughs> knew how to do parkour. It was not really it wasn't like a tumor all by itself it was like a tumor made her body do that you know sometimes brain tumors can do weird stuff like make you learn another language this movie seemed like it was written by an alien from another planet because one of the doctors he kills (laughs) has a trophy for best surgery <laughs> that he then uses as a yeah he sharpens a and, knife <laughs> yeah he sharpens it he makes it into a knife you know how they're always giving doctors awards for best surgery yeah this is listen this is true next time I get surgery if my doctor doesn't have an award for best surgery I'm gonna have to go to someone else are you yes because mm. I think the person who did my hernia surgery just mm. got a participation trophy oh. a participation ribbon. <laughs> if that yeah well the good news is that malignant two is in development no james wan just came up with the idea so he has a story by credit for this um akella cooper is the screenwriter who also wrote luke cage and witches of east end well luke cage is one of the better marvel netflix shows i don't fucking watch but that Here's, here's the thing. I think they made James Wan take story by credit because the writer probably didn't want to say, hey, I, I got hired to write his fucking idea. It wasn't mine. Like the WGA was like, you know, we can go into arbitration. We don't have to give him credit. And the writer's <laughs> like, no, no, you fucking put this blame on him. I And James Wan also did Saw. So if this is going to end up like a Saw movie, we're going to have like 23 different malignant movies. It doesn't appear that there is any anything like that coming yet no i'm looking it says all okay so in production is uh, here's what he has in production as a producer insidious five because fucking of course something called samurai rabbit untitled original horror movie malignant 2 son of malignant probably not because it would probably be called like malignant 2 or some shit then he's he's got aquaman salem's lot megan and the last train to New York. And then the stuff that's in development. Look up the lead actress. See what she has coming up. Because maybe he's just not super involved with oh, it. Oh, maybe. The lead actress, Annabelle Wallace, who is in the movie Annabelle. Yeah. That's actually a good movie. Let's and see. it's funny because I think the actor who plays... Nope. No Maddie. Malignant too. Okay. The actor who plays Maddie's sister is named Maddie in real life. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fun. Yes. And she has a couple of upcoming projects, but the last thing that she did was Malignant. I'm just saying that at least, I mean, even though it was batshit, at least it kind of made sense, like, as far as horror movies go. It wasn't just like, what the fuck are they even doing? It makes sense. It defies all logic. You defy all logic. Your movie is fucking insane. But it makes sense. No, it does not. Yeah, they had a crazy ass fucking dad who sewed them together. But they kept like hooking up. He it didn't just... count on that. That's why okay. he kept turning off the lights on them. Okay. And they show like he sewed all these animals together because he cared about his kids. And there's so much little details in the background mm-hmm. that don't need over explaining. But man, Malignant is just a dumb movie that doesn't follow any of its rules. Like, 
can Gabriel talk or does he have to talk through radios? How can he talk through radios? I didn't know that tumors had ninja skills. Well, I thought that he was like a demon tumor, basically. I don't know. That was my take, is that he was a demon tumor. And, like, that's why they were like, we got to get it off of her. Like, they even said that they'd never seen anything like it. It obviously had some kind of, like, paranormal whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Keeping in mind, again, both of these movies are bad. They're both bad, yeah. Neither of them are bad on a level that they're so bad that you have to watch them. Yeah, it's not. This isn't a it's so bad it's good situation. Yeah, no, we gave you the endings of both Movies about twins. Ooh, what a surprise. Enjoying twins. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so please don't think that we're urging you to see either of these. But let us know online if you had to see one of them, which, which would, would you choose? Well, hey, we got an episode out of. We did. At least it wasn't a total waste. Yeah. Three and a half hours of our lives we're never going to get back. Oh, so bad. And hopefully we never have to think about these movies ever again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, let us know in the Facebook group which one, if you absolutely had to watch, you would begrudgingly watch. Yes. And let us know about some movie letdowns that you've had. Was there a movie that you were like, oh, this sounds promising, and then it was so bad that when it was done you were wondering, why didn't I turn that off earlier? Yeah. Where you were like, why did I force myself to go through this <laughs> entire thing? Yeah. I would love to hear it because it happens more than people want to admit. I'm going to say something that's going to make me lose all credibility oh, as God. someone who watches and appreciates movies. Oh, God. Since we watched Sunset Boulevard, I've been trying to watch more classics i guess okay and i tried to watch streetcar named desire Uh earlier today because you know new orleans is special to me and it's supposed to be one of those great movies based on a tennessee williams play Mm -hmm. i think i would rather watch malignant and dose over (laughs) really yeah i just did not enjoy streetcar at all oh honey i feel like i could have watched that one simpsons episode And uh, it's a solid episode. Yeah. It's where Marge finally snaps on Homer. Yeah. I mean, I get some of the references in that Simpsons episode now, but man, Streetcar is not for me. Okay. That's okay. Only I've good... never seen it, so I don't know. The second line in the movie is Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> so, you know, that made me happy. Mm-hmm. You were and like, then, they said the name of the movie in the movie. And then it went downhill. Oh. Yeah. Do you think you would like it if you saw it as a play? Maybe. Because I feel like that's true for certain things where it's like you just can't really enjoy it as much as a film. Since Dose is basically a chamber piece that all takes place in one room, do you think you would have liked that as a play? Watching two naked people on stage? No, I feel like I would have hated it just as much. I would have been like, what the fuck? Why are they banging? Why is this happening? I didn't like it fundamentally. I think it'd be cool to have John Cameron Mitchell remake this and have actual sex in it like he did on Short Bus. Oh, no. No, thank you. I'm excited to see what you post on Instagram to plug this episode I in know. advance. <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll see. Until we watch something good. Bye-bye. Bye. It's fitting number two is significant because both these movies were shit.